Winterfellas. Do you love Cast of Thrones and want to help us offset some of our recording and hosting costs? Head on over to castofthrones.com slash donate and give us those golden dragons or even a monthly pledge of a silver stag. And now, on with the podcast. Welcome to Cast of Thrones, the Game of Thrones podcast. This week, the beginning of a new book club. We will be reading Storm of Swords and we will be going from prologue to Davos 1. I am Michael Thrifty Nerd tomorrow, and with me is Nick Bristow. Hey everyone, I'm half the man I used to be. <laughs> And Tim Lanning. Hey guys, you know what? It's great to be here. Also with us, Jennifer Cheek. Guys, I am so psyched about Storm of Swords. Mm-hmm. Ready to get going with it. Hi guys. Hey. Hey, hey guys. It feels like it's been a while. It has been, been a it while. Has been, it has been a long time. Uh, well, we had the, the Wine Women of Westeros. Yeah. We're doing bi-weekly episodes yeah, now, been, bi-monthly. It's been a while since we've all recorded Cast of Thrones together, so mm-hmm. I, I, I forgot how to do it. I don't know how to do it either. Um, we're doing a whole new fancy goddamn thing mm-hmm. where we're on the YouTubes streaming yep. live. And um, it it's took archived. like half an hour <laughs> to get it going. Um. We- Oh, hey. Yeah, we're basically going to be doing like one of these per month uh, as we go through the off season. And mm-hmm. um, you're very welcome to join us. Uh, this first one was a bit of a shitstorm to get going. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, True. But True. it's working now. So we've figured it out. I'm sure next time it'll be perfect. Mm-hmm. There'll be no issues. Yeah. And uh, it'll be great. So come in and join us, and you can um, hang out with all the other um, super super Game of Thrones fans and chat and make Ooh, fun I of did us. It. Guys, I did it. I'm sorry. I wasn't listening to you, but I figured it out. I see. Everyone should be loud. Sorry. Uh, okay, yeah, so we're loud. still figuring out yeah. <laughs> we're working on how it. to do so, this. This is all new territory for us. So we, we plan to have all the bugs worked out by next year. So. Yeah, by like next season like six. A, yeah, by, by book six. <laughs> Whenever George R. R. Martin puts out book seven, I'll figure it out. Hey, um, hey so- Tim Lanning, yeah, I'm back. That is a beautiful shirt that you're wearing. Oh, this shirt? Oh, don't even mention that. You know, just uh, like to look good. Guys, like if dance. you're listening to this on the podcast, it's because Tim is wearing our Drunks and Dragons shirt. It's really cool. I mean, and it's great. Wait, what's Nick Bristow wearing? Oh, I, I don't know. I'm wearing. Boom! Nice, oh a gosh. nice donkey right here. Winterfell is shirt. Jennifer, what are you wearing? I'm wearing a tank top from H and M. It's striped. Not oh, H and M sponsored us this week. I'm yeah, wearing, thanks H and M. You can't tell; it looks kind of black, but I'm wearing a blue shirt. Wow! <laughs> it is a shirt that is blue. <laughs> That's a shocker. All right, everybody, roll d20 and explain all of book two. <laughs> oh no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, do we want to just wait? Just... Wait, book three? You, you know we're doing book three, right? Did you read no. book two? No, he's making. Book- no, we gotta explain back. last week's. 
which was book two. Exactly. I we see. rolled the D20 like our other podcasts. Yeah. I'm still like trying that. to make sure the stream's working. You know what, Tim, Tim, you just you deal with that, and we'll deal with the podcasting part. As long as you don't cross them, everything will be fine. Um, Do we want to just get into this prologue right now? I think we probably should. All right. It's been a while. Um, I Can I first, first starting off, um, reading impressions? Reading is, is good. It's different than... <laughs> good the- reading, good. <laughs> I can tell you like, read a lot. <laughs> Did it? Was anybody else shocked, like, at how much they forgot about book three after watching season All the time. three? There's a lot yeah, of extra I'm, stuff. I'm always shocked at how much I. I'm usually just shocked by the things that I see in the show, and I'm like, "That's so awesome!" And then I go read the book, and it's exactly taken from the book. Yeah, there's a lot right. this the season that I was surprised about too. Like, like a lot of the really good dialogue is picked directly. From yeah. The book. He he picks up a lot of dialogue, but what you miss out on the show is like all that great internal dialogue, all the little side yeah. stories, and like everything's so much more intricate and interesting. Like I'm really excited to like keep going with this book club. Oh yeah, no. Well, oh, this is the best book. But, yeah, this is this is my favorite. So, mm-hmm. um, the first like couple chapters, I was kind of like, oh, like I'm not like super into it. But then by the time like I was a few more chapters in, I was like, I want to keep reading forever and never stop. I mm-hmm. only want to read this book for the rest of my life. That's an exaggeration, but. I did really enjoy Storm of Swords. Yeah, it was great. So, so what's the what's the prologue about? Prologue uh, it's gives from the us view of uh, Chet, Chet, who's a real asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he is yeah. just the worst. His face is covered in boils, and he's very angry. I can I can only imagine that his boils are just filled with anger. Well, what's a, a win? W e n. Win. I think it's the yuck, the yellow part of the boil. Yuck. I think. I don't really. Oh. You know. Maybe you know what? Because I love you guys, I'm gonna look it up on the Jennifer. Internet. I noticed that you don't have your cooling pad. You know that these are called notebooks, not laptops. Because to wear it on your lap oh invites certain doom. I'm gonna go grab my. Shut up! Shut up! Hmm. Um, it is really disturbing to be in Chet's head. Yeah, because he is a not a good person. He's a very bad person. He's His a view very bad is person. Really messed up. Yes, it is. Right, we don't get any of this. In the show, because they're just right. like attacked at the end of season two, and um, here we get to see like leading up to the attack. Right. right. And um, it's it's really interesting that they were they were planning on revolting like well before yeah. you know like any shit went down. They just like knew like shit was coming and they wanted to get out now. Well, I think that Chet so Chet has gotten a, a group of people together. Chet and Lark and Small Paul and and there's more of them and they're mm-hmm. like uh I you mean Lark the sister man? The sister man, yes. Um and they're like we don't really want to fight these wildlings. This seems super shitty. Yeah. But Commander Morma is super into fighting the wildlings, so we're going to make that not happen. Um yeah. And and the way their their plan their plan to do that is I guess the, like the second guy in command, um, oh what's his name, Sir Otten, they he thinks that he's gonna like just immediately go back to the wall of retreat. Right. So he's like, all right, if we kill Mormont, we kill everybody on watch, and we kill Sam who has the ravens. Right. Then in like the chaos, we can just leave. Yeah, yeah. they can just like peace out. Nobody will know. They won't realize until it's too late to look for them when they're yeah. already like halfway back to the wall. Um, and then he totally has an idea at some point to kill enough people so that the guy in charge will be a guy who wants to go fight the wildlings because then right. they'll get killed. But then he's like, <laughs> yeah. ah, it's too complicated. No, they just they just want to leave. And um, it's interesting because 
some of the people like Lark, the sister man, is like, I'm going to go back to where my town where I'm from. And Chet's like, I can't go back where I'm from because I killed somebody. And also no one wants to hang out with me. Well, yeah, while. no one can go back. Well, the, the main issue is if you go back anywhere in the Seven Kingdoms, you... You know, people who know that you were a member of the Night's Watch, if they see you, they'll be like, hey, telling you. you know, we have the right to kill you now. That's awesome because we love, like, beheading people. Let's let's kill you. Right. Yeah, even if you say, don't tell on me, they'll still tell on you. And then, right. um, whoops. Accident. Tim. Damn it, Tim. Ugh. Sorry. Um, but I think they do talk about going overseas. Yeah, Nebraimos. Um, yeah, Nebraimos. But that's and... when Chet is all like, I don't know how to do anything. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, like, I don't speak your girlish tongue. And Oh, oh he's a big talker. I guess, like, when he was a, a young man, his father caught leeches. And so, yeah. like, all he, all, literally all he knows yeah. how to do and is like, catch just leeches. by, like, taking off his clothes and walking through leeches. Yeah, that's water. crazy. Yeah, that, I don't uh, think he, that requires any skill at all, other than to have skin and blood. Yeah, but then you get to have a million leeches on you. Yeah. Oh, that million, sounds so terrible. A million leeches on your wiener. Oh, oh, just watch out. Um, well, that's the, the best place to catch them. The, the thing that really disturbed me, though, about being inside of Chet's brain was the whole reason of why he's at the wall. And it's that basically there was a girl in his town that mm-hmm. he was into, but he looks gross. He wasn't so she was that into her. It's that she had fucked everyone else. And so right. he's like, well, she should fuck me, too. She right. was the town bicycle. Apparently. Right, right, right. Yes. And <laughs> he went and picked wildflowers and got to took, like, all morning to pick them. So, yeah. of course, she owes him sex, except for she's like, uh, no, thank you. You're super gross. Yeah, yucky. <laughs> so he kills her. Right. He really liked, oh. he liked stabbing her, though. It seems he's, to think he's okay with it. He says, it's like, later on, he's like, it wasn't my knife I wanted to put in you. Yeah. I, well, maybe you should have controlled yourself a little more, not been so gross. Yeah, and it was your face. Uh, well, the thing is, they they like just invented clear cell in this point in time, and it was very hard to get. So, dude, just mm, mm, it was just interesting, like the way his brain worked. He's like, I picked her flowers, so she should do it. Like, yeah, and she he even goes on to basically blame them for stealing his wife away, just because he. His life away just because he killed one person. It's like, yeah, it's pretty bad, dude. So it's like a weird sociopath. So, so he also, so, so going back to like what their plans would be after they ran away, Chet's like, well, maybe I'll just go and kill Craster and get all his wives for myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Just have but, his wives. Yeah, and first he goes of all, this weird fantasy where, like, oh, yeah. the, the young one or the young ones would warm my bed and the old ones would like cut logs and stuff. <laughs> like, dude, I don't think you can kill Craster. Like, he's a pretty hard guy. He's gnarly. Well, he he'll get Small Paul to hug him. Oh, Smallpaw doesn't understand. Smallpaw is very concerned about Mormont's raven. He is. <laughs> well, if we get hungry, we can eat the raven. Yeah, eat my raven. Oh, he loves the raven. <laughs> if so we're much. lucky, Jar Jar is really into super big dumb guys. He, yeah, yeah. Oh. I guess it's like the bigger you are, the dumber you are. Like, is there any big like, characters that? That's kind of true. Like, I was like, no way, Dunk. And then I was like, wait, what? Dunk's kind of dumb. <laughs> Don't the long dumb. thick of the castle wall as slow as an aurochs. Come on. Um, yeah, there's some correlation to that. I don't know if the Cleganes are dumb, but well, Sandor is. No, wait, Gregor. Gregor yeah. is. Sandor is, but Sandor's just tall. Uh, it is kind of funny the correlation of like you're big and tall, you stupid. <laughs> well, that's what's gonna happen. Well, it's kind of like um, you know, if you're gonna be big, strong, and powerful, like you can't also be um, smart and beautiful. Yeah, you know, in that, the that character be OP. Creator, you don't have enough 
yeah. you know, points to keep on giving yourself intelligence and Ex- you... that exactly. Right, right, oh, right. it makes so much sense. I understand. You know, like a, the more I read this book, you know, he's he's just playing his own private D and D campaign, and you know, everything is random, <laughs> and, and everything has a set of rules like that. Right. So, so I, random I, with rules. <laughs> I think the other thing with this, that this chapter really does is it just paints a picture of the Night's Watch just being a big bag of crap. Yeah. Oh, well, like, it is. It's all the criminals. Like, and, like it's the people worst who don't have anywhere else people. to go. They're yeah. like, oh, and this guy's with us, and he, you know, bragged he raped a hundred women, and they never yeah. knew. That oh, that guy. Was there, that so is one of the most subtly disturbing parts. I don't know. I hate that. How many awful, just like awful people All of them. are there? Like, not, no, not every single one. It's like Sam and John. There's like a yeah. few like highborn people that are just like, oh, go the, be honorable. You got to assume most of the knights and stuff are from it's, uh, Robert's Rebellion. It's yeah. really surprising that there aren't more like, you know, like prison fights. Like, this is essentially a prison, but yeah. everybody acts pretty normal. Yeah, but they can't escape. I don't know. It's. Well, okay, so it's, like it's just modern they know day, they can't go anywhere or they'll get beheaded, right? right. Unless they go like, defect to the wildlings, right. which seems like what I would do if yeah. I were them. And what some of them have done, but basically all of Westeros is a prison for them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Nerds. Anyway, do you, so do you think um, if uh, you know regular prisons like our prisons like had a like oh if you you know start killing inmates and gang violence and stuff we'll just chop off your head? Do you think there would be less? <laughs> Gang violence in prison? Probably. I don't. Well, probably. That means oh, what I'm saying is, about that. why don't we put our prison population to good use and make a Night's Watch to defend against Canada? Yeah, because we I, know all the Canadians are whites. <laughs> They're going to come down I think, here. I think we're getting to a white. dangerous kind of Mike Dowish <laughs> area here. We need to be um, careful. Let's talk about how Chet hates Sam. Like, the absolute Guys, most. he hates Sam. He hates Sam so much. And so... <laughs> Uh, he's like, yeah. He Sam took my job, my nice cushy job where I just hung out with Blind Maester Amy. He made now a fire every now and again. Dogs and I yeah. Uh, so well, Sir Piggy, you know, Sir is Piggy gonna be the. So it, to luckily for them, he's in charge of the ravens, so they'd have to kill him. But if he wasn't in charge of the ravens, then I who think knows Chet. What do. I think Chet was still wanting like, to kill him. Well, as as we see later. Yeah, as on. we find out, he still wants to kill him anyway. Um, and later, a little bit later on, um, Sam is practicing shooting arrows, and he's very bad at it. Yeah, I don't yeah, think any of us are surprised about it at all. Yeah, they make Sam in the book obviously much more whiny and incompetent yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He's he's really just good at reading and um, <laughs> chilling and, and like, maps and things. Maps. He doesn't, he doesn't even read; he just does audio books. Yeah, he's like not. <laughs> yeah, he's not even that smart. What a nerd. Um, <laughs> And Chet tries to, like, make fun of Sam and is all like, oh, like, just wait until the wildlings come and you're going to pee your pants. Uh, but then luckily Dolores Ed comes and makes right. super hardcore fun of him. So who's going to be, who's going to be, I'll be the narrator. Okay. Who's going to be Dolores Ed and who's going to be um, Chet? I want to be Dolores Ed because I love him. I guess I'll be Chet. Be Chet. Okay. The fat boy was shaking. Dolores Ed put a hand on her shoulder. Brother, he said solemnly. Just because it happened that way for you doesn't mean Samuel will suffer the same. What are you talking about, Tollet? The axe that split your skull. Is it true that half your wits leaped down on the ground and your dogs ate them? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I have it. And, and scene. <laughs> 
Guys, I decided while I was reading earlier that Dolores Ed is my favorite character of all time, and that mm-hmm. if this series ends and he is not the king of Westeros, then I'm going to burn all my Game of Thrones books. Well, mm-hmm. he's going to have a hard time fighting Hot Pie, but I guess that's a good point. I, this is what I think needs to happen. Well, I you think mean... that Dolores Ed needs to be the king, Davos needs to be the hand, Brand is going to be Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, and all the Mormont ladies are going to be the rest of the, uh, the not the Night's Watch, the Lord Commander of the King's Guard, and all the Mormont ladies will be the rest of the King's Guard. Done. I get bad that. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, that, that or that's what I want to happen. That's what's happening in that, that fan fiction I'm writing in my heart right now. Right. <laughs> okay. So Chet's plan is. Oh wait, let me oh, step back. I was getting ahead of myself. Yeah. Mormont gosh. calls everyone together. For a rousing speech, it's like, we're going to ambush those stupid wildlings. We're going to get him. Yeah, all 300 of us. We're going to go ahead and do it. What are and you he, thinking? And, he gets them all, and they're all like, we're going to die. They're going after 30,000. <laughs> At least. Yeah, it's, yeah. But they're not, they're not, they have no order. I think It makes sense that they can just right. like run back and forth. Guys, the, it's kind of just like later, we read much later, where Dora tells Danny that story about the Unsullied fighting against the Dothraki, and there's like only 3,000 Unsullied, but like 50,000 Dothraki with the Unsullied win because they're like super disciplined right. in what they're doing. It's kind of the same concept here. But it's, these it's, guys what, are a bunch of thieves and murderers. They're not but they've like been training. They trained. haven't trained. You're not wrong. Okay, here's the thing, though. The Rangers Even are if the 30,000 Wildlings didn't fight back, they still, each one of them has to kill a hundred dudes. Just well, like, the, the idea... if you just went and stabbed a hundred dudes, like, I would be pretty tired by the end of that. But they, they, they're not all going to fight at the same time, and a lot of the wildlings are women and children. Yeah, so the Even plan is to, like, wives, go I kill guess. the women and children and, like, their they're livestock the and to make, and scatter them, and then, like, basically quell the uprising. Mm-hmm. But, they even said that they had hundreds of horsemen, which is strange because yeah. that's weird for the more, wildlings. They don't really like, do that. They had like five hundred horsemen, and that just doesn't happen with wildlings. Yeah, so I don't know, but everyone's like rightly is like, dude, I don't know if this is gonna work. And Commander Mormon's like, uh, let's say our pledge again, and everyone gets all like inspired because they yeah, say yeah. they're. And nice Chet people. was already like eyeing some of his dudes, and he wasn't even sure if they could all handle this type of uh, uh, work, the yeah. murder. And he's like, God, now they're starting to get even more out of it. That the words are rousing them. Yeah, but then yeah. what happens? But then it starts to snow. Well, and he goes start, to go, go to, to bed. They go to yeah. sleep. They go to sleep, and he wakes up. He's like, "F this!" Plants off. It starts to snow. It is ruining everything. It's terrible. They're gonna be able to track us. Like nothing's exactly. gonna go as planned. Fuck it, I'm gonna kill Sam anyway. Exactly. He's like, I'm just gonna stab Sir Piggy in his suet. Yeah. Does he even say that? I think you yeah. just like. I think you just like. This no, he says he's gonna he does cut say the that. layers of suit. Oh, okay. He does, in fact. Um. So when he goes to kill Sam, just as he's like reaching in to like kill him, they hear blast of the horn. Right. Which is super what's, great what's, in the audio book because he does the horn. Mm-hmm. What is one blast? Really long time. One, one blast, blast is brothers returning. Okay, yeah. so he's like, oh crap, corn happened. I guess corn's here. I don't know. Oh, oh shit! They're attacking. Wildlings. And Sam wakes up like, oh, what? Just, that was two, right? That was two. two. And then you hear it. And it's like that doesn't happen for thousands of years. Sam yeah. Because he's read it in a book. So what do you nobody, think is happening in the world to them? Has blown a horn three times. Right. <laughs> nobody. What What are they doing at the front of the ridge? They're just like piping that horn. They just like literally like uh, do, 
Do we do it? Like, we're going to get in so much trouble if this isn't real. <laughs> yeah, listen to it as a joke, guys. I guess they can see. I guess they can. Well, yeah, there are, there's like a horde of zombies and dire bears and spiders and death horses and Mm -hmm. all crazy stuff. You want to know a fun fact I I learned as I was researching on Tower of the Hand? So earlier in the chapter where they're trying to hunt the bear, but the dogs like won't go after the bear. That's because it was a white bear. Oh, it wasn't a, a live. It wasn't a real bear. It was, oh, so it didn't have yeah. like a heartbeat. It was a zombie bear. And that's why they're all freaking out. That's why the dogs were like, uh, uh-uh, uh, not doing it. It's not going out of here. here. So, um, so Chet pees himself, and that's the end of the chapter. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, well, can we also like Sam just wakes up and he's like, Hey, Chet, what's going on? <laughs> Hello, sworn enemy. I Thanks love you. Why are you hanging out over my bed with your knife at my throat? That's weird. And then they go on with Done. the day. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's, let's go on. Next is Jamie One. Jamie One. Because I forgot in my love of Jamie, I kind of forgot he's sort of a dick. Right. This is our first chapter with him, right? Ever. Like ever. Yeah. Well, he's just in the uh, cell yeah. for most of the last. Yeah, book. he's not doing anything interesting. Like we we see him through other people's eyes. We don't get inside of his head until this chapter. That is correct. Yeah, so him and uh, Brienne. Yes. Brienne. Brienne. Not Brienne. And Brian. Sir Cleos. Look, oh, yeah, you guys spell the audio book again? It is spelled Brian, okay? Sir Cleos is a new character, or new to the... Well, he wasn't in the show. He wasn't in with, the show. He yeah, wasn't, he was, with wasn't He was the like, one that Jamie like killed. There was a cousin, but he wasn't... No, they, they changed the Sir character. Well, well, that's the, like this guy. That's the same... It's the same character. But Either way, he... Mr. It wasn't just Jamie and Brienne. Not, well, this is the guy that's been going back and forth. Yeah, he's like... In this, It's the same character. It's like his uncle or something. Or his cousin. But uh, in the show, it's the guy that's going back and forth, and he kills okay. him. And yeah. this is the guy that's going back and forth, and it leaves. And okay. he comes with them. Just yeah. In the show, he's young and attractive, and in the book, and he's, he's old and weird-looking. Yeah. Um, he looks all I think fray. He looks fray very child. Like, like a, his mom's a fray or something. Yeah, he's got that fray chin, I think, is what's going on. Isn't that No, a his mom's a Lannister. Is it Oh, I thought one? the... Because uh... her husband took the Lannister name. Oh, yeah, because... The, and that's what James mm. kind of making fun of him for. Huh. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. He deserted the fray house to get some of that Lannister poo-tang. Guys, All... Jamie is just giving uh, Brienne the business. So Sometimes much Jamie doesn't know when to cool it. Call me yeah. harsh, but he needs to cool it. He's not been able to like give anybody shit the entire time he was in that cell, so he's just like getting it all out right now. And he can't really do it to Sir Cleos because like it's his family. So he's like, and, all right. he's, the whole time he's just doing it in his head, like I hate you, Sir Cleos. I, I hate you so much. <laughs> You're, the, You're the worst. There's too much you, power and not enough lying in you. Jamie's yeah. smart. He's trying to. He's really trying to get under Brienne's skin, get her, get her to like attack him, and uh, you know, give him an opportunity to actually like overpower and escape. But but like Brienne is not. She, she doesn't really do that. She's yeah. Like, well, the thing is, she's been made fun of her whole life. Yeah. She and like. It's not like she doesn't care. She just doesn't let it do any. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't let it get to her. And I don't understand like why Jamie, you know, doesn't just work with Brienne. She's taking him home. I don't think he knows how to do that. I don't think he knows right, how yeah. to be like. Also, he doesn't. He doesn't play well with others. I don't yeah. think he can believe that you know some wench is gonna keep him safe and stuff. Yeah, but he just like she just looks so ridiculous to him. It's like this giant lady in armor who's just like very very not ladylike. I don't know. 
I just yeah. don't think he can understand her at all. And I think Jamie, I think Jamie kind of has like the like crab situation going on. He's like prickly on the outside. He's crab soft, people. Soft. Yeah. He's a crab people. Uh, he also thinks everyone's stupid. So it's he not just that, you know, Circlius seems to be pretty stupid. Yeah, I think he actually is. Um, and Brienne is sometimes a little too, uh, What's the word? Um, not gullible, but... She's so, very honor-bound. Honor-bound. She's got that Ned Stark mm-hmm. situation. She's like yeah, an adult-ish absolutely. Sansa. You know? it's kind mm-hmm. of, it kind of befuddles Jamie a little bit that yeah. Brienne is actually going through with this whole thing. And he like he, he constantly like doesn't believe that she really like is putting her own life to protect him like yeah. in all instances. Yeah. Especially since her people are now essentially on the side of the Lannisters. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Because, I mean, they're on their little boat. They're on the river going down the Trident, correct? Yeah. yeah. They're going towards King's Landing. And um, they know that people are going to come after them. They know that the Tully, like, River Run people are going to be chasing them soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so as they're going along, they see a bunch of ladies hanging dead. Right. Oh, but, but before that, Jamie puts his disguise on. Oh, yeah, he oh, changes right. head. Oh, yeah. And it's really gross because there's, like, bugs crawling out and stuff. Oh, yeah, man. back exactly. to the crap people situation. Yeah, did he have a beard? Did they shave his beard off? He has a beard. He trimmed it. He trimmed right. the he beard. Yeah, is a guy. So he looks very Tywin Lannister esque, right? He's sexy. Yeah. Oh man, he, that gold, normally, oh, that beautiful golden hair—it's all gone. So I don't think Tywin Lannister has hair. Yeah, normally golden hair, shaved man, and now he is a bearded man with a shaved head. Anyway. Yeah. These are the the ladies they see are uh, women that sleep with lions, that lay with yeah. lions, and Brienne has to give them a proper burial because she's, I don't, she Ned Starks it. She she, she, she does. Just Starks it I don't up. I think Ned Stark would do this. I don't. Uh, yeah, you know what? He might not actually. It's like this is part of war. Uh, Winter's yeah. coming. We gotta we're, go. Winter's we're you know escape fugitives for the most part and we're on the run let's stop for a little bit and dig three like giant holes yeah it's crazy yeah with our hands because they don't have crazy far away from river run like brand like why 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 would you do that it's a poor idea really dumb well she does you know once she sees the tully sail on the horizon she uh she's like oh shit she does like (laughs) stop burying right they would have gotten caught Either way, because that ship was way faster. Right. Uh, but the the thing is, the sea is kind of pointless because the only reason they got off the boat was so they could make this suspenseful moment. Because they get off the boat and they're like, "We don't have anything to bury them with. What are we gonna do? Oh, it doesn't matter. There's a ship. Let's go." Yeah. I think the other thing that this scene does though is so this is this is like Stark people that Starks are, did it. that killed these Lannister Starks and Tullys. Stark, and from this. Right. Standpoint, we've pretty much been all Starks. Tullys are good. Nothing, they might be bad. stupid sometimes, but Lannisters are the bad guys. And, and it's like, no, and actually not. It's still that way. They laid with lions. Uh, so we had to kill them? They <laughs> had to kill them. Nick, whose side are you on here? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm afraid of Nick if Nick lives in, in Game of Thrones world. He's a, he's a ruthless. Hey, but, you know, you got to do it. I, just, uh, I like how they're like, oh, you know, all they need, they were trying to, you know, earn a living and not starve, but yeah. they did with lions, gotta kill them. Just string them yeah, up. Yeah, I think that basically it's the whole idea of, I'm angry and frustrated, I will murder. And I think no. that later they go on to, like, in a future chapter, even James, I think, the idea is, so they have a battle, right? And mm-hmm. let's say with, when Bruce Bolton took his men and attacked 
the battle with Tyrion in the first book. Well, think about some of those men, but they just, they fled, like they retreated. Yeah. So uh, Bolton took his people away, but during the retreat, there's tons of people who are just scattering. So as the book goes on, there are basically more and more battles. We're in book three now. The war has been going since the end of book one. Yeah. So it's been there's two been weeks. Two weeks. Two full <laughs> weeks. It's been like. I forget exactly how long. Like t- time speeds up later later in the series, but right now there's just like pockets, like the Brotherhood of Banners. That's what they are, and yeah. they're they're good for as far as we know. Yeah, they're like Robin Hood esque. But we have the exact same side. If you send like a hundred dudes to go capture a fort and they lose and their leader's dead, like all right, well you lost all hundred of those guys. Now they're all outlaws. So right, they're not. You you lose them as like a force, like them individually, like they don't count. They don't come back. Yeah. So yeah. So, so Brienne does a crazy crazy thing. She like climbs right. a cliff and like throws a rock on on the bad guy's boat. Or oh yeah, because the boat well, is the caught up with boat. them. What they, a stroke of luck! Yeah. And, and then, so badass. And Jamie's like, "What the hell is she doing? Like, this is never gonna work." And it totally does. Jane, Brienne, like, knocks a giant rock into the boat. It's that concept of, like, why th- this movie's not realistic. This would never happen. It's like, you don't make a movie about the crazy shit that happens in your day-to-day life. No, you do it about the craziest day when the aliens come. On this day, her, they find a rock in a boat. Right. Well, and it, she's it, so it, strong, she hurled it at them. Yeah. This, this, this seems she really... This seems interesting because uh, the, as they're coming up, they're like firing arrows, and then Jamie kind of sees what he's, she's doing, and then like distracts like, him by yeah, like he's like they're gonna shoot her. He goes, yeah. they're, they're gonna shoot her, and then yeah, and then he's like, uh, Sir Robin, hey, he's like, hey, hey, did you hear the what about the the Lannister, the Stark that was in the bar? <laughs> and he's like, no, tell me, and then the rock comes. Like uh, he's us. like, how about? I'll give you this pelt, a a wolf pelt. You're gonna get hit by rocks, <laughs> and uh, and it works. Yeah, that happened. It works. And so get crushed. It he just breaks the sail. I think the ship's okay. Yeah. No, yeah. no, it like breaks the ship in half. I thought it. Yeah, I, I thought it, it did it, things. It like broke. Oh, that's the true. Because they have to walk back home. Yeah, because their their <sighs> ship takes on water like super fast. Because the the rock, one of like the pieces of the rock, like went straight through split the hull. Into two, twine. Yeah, it like broke in the middle. I thought they the said, oh, maybe it was the hole. I thought it was the mast. Anyway. Well, the big thing was it broke the mast. Yeah, because they had to walk. Because they had so to. So I think back. it only killed like a dude and a half. And yeah, one of the rocks did go like straight down on a guy. Though. Right. Don't this think one... of it as like this giant boulder. It was big. But yeah, but it... Brienne was strong enough to lift it straight up over her head. Uh-huh. With her two hands. Ripped it in half. And I then think it was one half. hand. But as oh, she okay, as point. she lifted it, her like her armor split apart in that like muscle flexing kind of thing. Yeah. Like it was like <laughs> And she was sparkling. Yeah, she yeah. she she looked great. And uh then she volleyball spiked it down at them. Oh my god. Also her hair grew longer and oh she turned green. I don't know what else we're going for here. Yeah, no. I don't know. Well, the Hulk would come out. Super Saiyan? Super Saiyan, oh uh, yeah. Or <laughs> Sailor Moon out again. Gotta so sort, of, that Goku. sort of like despite himself, Jamie um, possibly saves uh, Brienne by distracting Sir Robin. And mm-hmm. then when she's Brave, swim- Brave Sir Robin. When she's swimming back to the boat, he's like, you know, oh, I'll just hit her with a paddle and she'll <laughs> die or whatever. And he doesn't. But then he doesn't. Well, 
Yeah, and the way that he describes it is almost just as sociopathically as Chet describes stabbing that lady. It's right. like, I got angry and stabbed, and then, but with Jamie's like, I'll smash her skull. What am I doing? What am I? I'm why not, am I giving her Why am I here? Stop it. My arms betrayed me. Kill her. I wanted to smash, I wanted to kill her and drown her. Jamie, smash. Um, you guys didn't even acknowledge how Brienne dove beautifully yeah. from the top of that cliff into this, the water. Like, no big deal. This scene <laughs> is like that Tyrion scene where Tyrion does his, mm-hmm. his, the backflip? his backflip. I don't think they no, ever... No, it makes sense that Brienne, because she's from, like, an island. That's she true. swims. She does say that, actually. Yeah, so, she's like, yeah. But it, it's, this whole scene, like, is pretty goofy, but it's also awesome. I and it kind of makes sense. It would have been awesome to see say. in the show, but it would have been really expensive, and Sir Cleos wasn't there. And... Yeah, I think the way they did in the show... Well, they still had... They had Brienne kill people in the show, which was... The, the show was cool, too, but this is definitely... Yeah. More, I, yeah. yeah I, I like when they do this, where it's like, uh, each one is awesome. So guess what, nerds? You have two awesome things. Shut up. <laughs> Don't hear it. Um. So yeah. So Jamie does not uh whack Brienne with the paddle, and they're back on their way towards King's Landing. Mm-hmm. And, and strangely, um, we start to like Jamie a little bit. I like him. Yeah. Because before like this, he was just alive. a monster. Yeah, right. he was just an ass. Yeah, and she was she wasn't wearing like crazy armor, so she wasn't like drowning. It was just like a leather jerkin with studs and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would imagine. Um, um, so on to uh, everyone's favorite character, <laughs> Catelyn One. Catelyn One. Guys, so Tower of the Hand ranks chapters um, by <laughs> most favorite, and this chapter of the eighty-two chapters in Storm of Swords is ranked eighty-first. Wait, Yay. which one's eighty-second? I don't know. I, I had to go check. Man. Um, I think chapter. that is super. I think that chapter was really interesting for like a very specific storyline. Well, apparently, you're wrong because the answer <laughs> no. is right. Yeah, you know, you're right. I, I don't think I can actually look. Um, you, no, you can't search it. Cause I, I can't I, search it. It just shows you as you get to right. The and the and uh, uh, a Clash of Kings. One of Danny's chapters is the worst one. Of no, are you sure it wasn't a Sansa chapter? I think it's Danny's. Because it's uh, maybe Sansa some girl. It was, oh, yeah. Oh, some shit. <laughs> it's weird, because George R. R. Martin... People hate Catelyn, though. People really hate her. Yeah, George R. Martin's good at writing women, but there are some rough scenes with Catelyn and Arya. And not Arya, ne- no. never a rough scene, but with Danny and Sansa. They all get better. Right. Yeah. Well, Danny gets worse. But. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. And Catelyn just, you know. Uh, I thought this start. I thought this, but the only thing that's happening in this chapter is that Catelyn is now a prisoner, and they don't make her go to like the cells. They're like, okay, you can hang out in your dad's room. Yeah, and that's you it. You have to go hang out in the stink town. And she's just like pondering and like being sad in her in her dad's room and listening to her dad like hallucinate and like talk the crazy because he's Give on that tansy. lots of milk of the puppy. Milk of, oh my god, I did not even mean to milk of the puppy. Milk of the puppy. Not milk of the puppy. That's what our friend Bobby calls it. Like, why do they give him milk, puppy milk? Yeah, he did not get that for a good while on um, the show. So, who's this Tansy character that he keeps Yeah, what the heck? Oh, I wonder. Adam's all like, oh my god, like maybe it was like a serving girl? Like, I'm gonna find out. And so she's like asking the maester that comes to check on her dad, like, "Hey man, you ever heard of a tansy before?" And he's like, "Stop talking to me. I'll find out for you." <laughs> he like feels bad for her. She's not supposed. No one's supposed to talk to her like at all. But 
They do. Eyes like in the Night's Watch, but with a room. I guess I might have a theory for who Tansy is, and I I assume Tim and Jennifer know. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if Nick knows. Probably not, because he doesn't read websites about. I know exactly. Like it's. Um. uh, What? We don't. No. 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 We know what like makes. We know the theory. Well, there are many unreliable narrators in the 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 Game of Thrones, and should we do one one unreliable? The worst, and that's George R. R. Martin. Should we do a quick um, spoiler thing at the end? I think we should. I can ask. It's been very popular. Yeah, <laughs> just I for fifties. I keep getting Tansy uh, mixed up because I read um, J- J- J.K. Rowling's new book, and she there's a Tansy in there. So. Oh, that's confusing. They also have yeah. Tansy tea, which Tansy is tea. what kills baddies. Yeah. Um. Wait. So Catelyn, oh, well, Catelyn's like all locked up in she, in uh, her dad's room. She can yeah. well, she can go out on the little balcony, and they haven't told her she can't go onto the roof, so she I goes onto the roof. <laughs> Hey, you know, said essentially her punishment is they send her to her room. Yeah, pretty a much. Room. Yeah, her to a room. room. And she just hangs out with her dad, who is pretty much not aware of things. He's pain. pretty much the life of the party when it comes <sighs> to Catelyn. Yeah, oh, so sad. Yeah, but she still is like my place with my father, not my children who are dead. Well, now she's kind of can't do anything else because they make her stay there. Yeah, she's good. They're not going to let her go back to Winterfell. Well, she can't go to Winterfell for a couple yeah. reasons at this point. If she thinks <laughs> Bran and Rick One. It's not there. It's not. It's all burnt down. Um, but Catelyn is waiting to see if the boat comes back because she knows they sent a boat out after Jamie. Yes. She's just like kind of waiting on the balcony, being like, "Crap, if that boat doesn't come back." Like, and they keep not coming back. Keep not coming back. She also sees a raven come in. And she's like, "Oh shit, dark wings, dark words. Seems bad." And she Do finally they say gets good words on like doves. May, the white, well, those white ones. They, I think they talk about winter, <clears throat> which is actually bad. But yeah. I think. The idea is it's 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 Westeros. Nothing good happens. <laughs> nothing, nothing, happens. Nev- nothing good comes in the mail. What's the, the raven? Oh, just more bills. The closest you get is like, oh, I have to go to a wedding. Oh, this is gonna suck. I have to see everyone I hate and Mike try to kill me. I don't <laughs> understand how they can be like, oh, I gotta go to a wedding. Gotta take off work for three, four months. months. Yeah, yeah. I go I'll leave there. my Castilian. Well, I don't really. My viceroy in charge. Don't like, work. nobody works. Exactly. Like, how does they, their Walmart stay they, open? They, it's a feudal society. Yeah, they just work off their peasants. Yeah, they yeah. got the serfs down there and just, you know, just small well, folk. God, being small folk, you just get fucked up. That's terrible. I is this how? Be... Is this how it is to live in England? Yeah. It's like? mm, just like that. <laughs> I think um, it is. So Catelyn talks to uh, Maester Vyman and she weasels uh, the news from the raven out of him, which is that Rob has taken an injury when he's when he was storming the crag. At the crag. No, the aggro crag, right? Yes. But it's not serious. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't meet a hot nurse that, you know, makes him break his vows and ruins his whole chances. So that's going to be like the first weird thing that's going to happen. That's like the biggest difference in the book. Yeah. And obviously we're going to do the entire book, so then there's going to be a part where they haven't done the show's part yet. So it's going to be like, oh. Hmm. So. so sad. Um, but I, I feel like Catelyn's still kind of freaking out, even though like he's like, oh, Rob's fine. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But she's just like, oh, my children, they're all dead. And- <laughs> my father. Oh, my dad. <laughs> my father, it's yeah. me, Tansy. And she's like, shut up. No, you're not Tansy. 
talking about. Yeah, Catelyn. Um, I know that for sure. Oh yeah, but she, the guy, Maester um, Vyman, does get back to her. And he's like, yeah, there is nobody named Pansy. There has not been anybody. It might have been this around. turnip lady. I don't remember what type of lady she yeah. was. Yeah, I remember. Like, no, that was Violet. You dipshit. Yeah, you Shit dumbass. Dip. Fucking hate um, you. So Catelyn does some real mental gymnastics to figure out what's going on here. Um. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't even know if I can fully like explain like the way her brain process worked, but what she came up with was that what had oh because her dad in addition to saying Tansy Tansy also says like you'll have trueborns you'll have many trueborn sons and she's yeah. like what the heck are you talking about yeah and um, I remember I I looked up with Tansy I know yeah and so then she's like oh I see he's talking about my sister Eliza right and she must have gotten pregnant. And he made her get rid of that pregnancy uh, so and, that she would marry John Aaron. Right, and then it makes sense because, you know, she her sister is so unhappy and, yeah. and like, you know, when, when she gave him Rob to hold, she was like, ew! And, Yuck. Well, she was just sad because yeah, she was real sad. when they first, because they both got married, so, so Liza and John Aaron and then Catelyn and Ned got married on the same day. Mm-hmm. And, they- yeah, same ceremony. And Talk about then, drama. Super weird. And so, you know, John Aaron and Ned Stark go off to war like a month later. And they're like, yay, we missed our period. Sweet. We were so pregnant. Dope. But then Liza was not actually pregnant. Um, she was, was just, She's just being a copycat. No, I think, oh, yeah, I think she probably had a miscarriage. Is what I right. Yeah, she had lots of miscarriages. She had like, like five, like five miscarriages. Nick, your video's gone BT dubs. Oh, I know. Oh. I, I turned it off for a second. Mm. For secret. Oh, you getting naked? Getting no, nude. No. How rude and nude are you? Um, how rude. But like, let's talk about how sad this this John Aaron Liza situation is, though, because John Aaron has. He, here's the thing: he has no heirs. So Can he we talk to, about happy things? No. John Aaron wrong, is like the, the Gregor Clegane of boring your wives to death. Mm-hmm. Like, apparently, yeah, he had two wives. That died without giving him heirs before, and so he really has got to get an heir. Mm-hmm. So it works out that Liza has been pregnant, because like, see, she can totally get pregnant. Sweet. But John Aaron's like, I mean, that's great, but you're giving me this, these used goods. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, but 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 it's like a used BMW. Like you, it's good to go. Right. Which I mean, I'm saying this, and like that's an awful way to look at things, but that's how it is in the book. Mm-hmm. Um. But Hoster Trelawney's like. Cool. I know you don't necessarily want my daughter, but I'm not gonna help you in Robert's Rebellion unless you marry my daughter. Right. So that's why they're able to get a better match. Right. Like it works. It's, it's a win-win for everyone except for Liza. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Guys, who got Liza pregnant in the first place? Man. Oh my god. Oh, no. Stay tuned until after the music, and we'll talk about it in spoilers. Yep. Um, do you think they called it Robert's Rebellion during the Rebellion, or do you think they just called it the Rebellion? They probably just called it the Rebellion. They called it the Rebellion. It's not like a World War One, World War Two yeah, situation. Yeah. It's like, you know. Um, so probably, Edmure, yeah. Edmure comes back, and he's mm-hmm. really mad about um, Catelyn releasing Jamie because Jamie's yeah. under his charge and all that junk. <laughs> and this actually was a – this is a little different for – uh, book Edmure versus show Edmure is he's legitimately mad and he has a real reason and he's mm-hmm. not an F up. Yeah. And he's won like big battles. For yeah. yeah. He might have lost a lot of people, but he's been doing pretty good. Yeah. He's got a bunch not of dumb shit in the book. Yeah. So. That's and, a weird bird. <laughs> yeah, man. Screeching birds in the background. Um, so. Edmure I don't even know if that's biz- a joke or not. <laughs> Probably not. 
Edmure sends out ravens to be like, uh, please help me get my prisoner back. And Cal's like, shit, this ruins everything. Because, right. like, maybe they could have made it to King's Landing if no one knew that, that Jamie was escaped. But now... Yeah, they're, they're going to get to, like, Sir Warren's yeah. uh, uh, tower house, and he's going to get him. What the fuck did she think they were going to do? Yeah, she's... I don't know. She's I, desperate. I she has no children. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go break this chapter. It's getting down to 80 seconds. <laughs> I, I hate this. What can um, you do? I mean, so that's it for Cal on that chapter. Let's and, talk about Arya, then. What do you yeah, say? Yeah. Arya Stark? Yeah. Yeah, Arya Stark. Of, chapter one. Of Winterfell? Yeah. She's like with, my favorite. With best friends, Hot Pie and Gendry? Oh, my God. They're like a fabulous trio together on the road. Mm-hmm. So, Arya... Last we saw Arya, Gendry, and Hot Pie, they were at Hall and they escaped. Arya killed a dude. Maybe more than one. I can't remember, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Uh, she slit that guy's throat. Oh, yeah. Just the one guy. Yeah. It, it is interesting because they actually, they kind of did this scene in the show, I realize, where in the show when Arya was with the Hound and she did the whole, oh, look at those, like, asshole Lannister guys. I'm going to drop my coin and then I'm going to stab him. Right. She did that, but at Harrenhal in the book. Right. She dropped the coin. Yeah. And I'm glad they him. still kept it because it was like, I, I like this scene. Yeah. That's a good way um, to murder someone. It's a re- it is a good way to murder someone. I love how she's like he's like here's a special coin that you can show to people and like you can come find me Just and she it. uses it as a distraction like all the time to kill people. Yeah, it's like here's an assassin's coin, use it for assassinating. Like, <laughs> there you go. This coin looks really expensive. You can drop it on the ground. People try to pick it up. There's no Imagine. scramble for it. Dab him. We all know that Arya likes to use coins to kill. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. So, she like puts the coins on their eyes. It's her mm-hmm. calling card. Yeah. Uh, so they don't really know what they're go- where they're going. They do know that they got to get away from Heron Hall and they got to go towards River Run. Um, Arya, I'm assuming is the only one that can read. Can Gendry read? No. I doubt it. I doubt it. can do a little bit, maybe like numbers and stuff like that. that. Yeah, maybe like Popeye is like you like can three. read. He's like blown away. Yeah, he's totally <laughs> blown away. But even so, Ar- I mean, Arya's like. <laughs> She's a witch. God. <laughs> if she, if you throw her in the water, she floats. She's a witch. No, um, it's if what floats a duck. If she weighs the same as a duck. A bridge. <laughs> God. Uh, Let's only talk about money. No. Just My like favorite. how drunks and dragons were not allowed to talk about Fast and the Furious, we should not be allowed to talk <laughs> about. The uh, Monty Python. And- My favorite part oh, about that bit God. is that she does weigh the same as a duck. That she does, yeah. <laughs> what? Oh. She weighs the same as a duck when they wear. <laughs> well, she's a witch. Duh. So works. she's a witch. That's how it works. So Arya can kind of read the map, but not like super. It's just hard. She doesn't know like what river they're looking at. Right, because they don't have signs up. Because exactly. They- so it's like one of the little tributaries that's going into the trident, but she doesn't know exactly which Did one. Did the Hand be like, she's probably here? Um, I don't think so. So, well, they might have, actually. Well, she kinda, it kind of seems like she knows. She's like, there's like a bunch of little rivers, and they do come across a bunch of little rivers. So. Well, the issue is that she might be literally going in circles. Well, she's she following the moss idea. on the trees. And then Gendry's like, uh, check it. Moss every which way on this one. <laughs> yeah. There's moss all this the time. This tree doesn't have any moss. This one has moss on three sides. Um, The write-up on Tower of the Hand for this chapter is like three sentences. I don't know why it's so short. It's very strange to me. I don't. I do not get it. Well, well, some of the chapters not like, like, there's a lot of flavor stuff, but there's nothing really that crucial. Yeah. 
they just don't know exactly where they are, and they're just going to keep heading where they towards where they think River Run is going right. to be. And they're having um, an un, un, unhappy time. Hot Pie's yeah. legs are chafing. Yeah. <laughs> Gendry, Gendry's are too, but Gendry doesn't want to admit it. Right. Gendry She's falls done. off the horse at one point. <laughs> oh, but then he gets back on. <laughs> oh, he's so cute. I love him. I yeah, love him. and then... Uh... And Ari's like, oh, they don't know how to ride horses. <laughs> they, they finally they, they, four. they finally stop, and Hot Pie um, falls asleep mid-cheese bite. Yeah, and <laughs> Ari's like, what, you already asleep? What, or I guess we'll stop, okay. And it's like, you've been asleep in your horse for like... A minute. Like, your horses yeah. are going in a circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think like, the horse is going in a circle eating grass. Yeah, the only reason we knew, we just thought you were being kooky. Yeah. And we're yeah, afraid we, of you. Oh, that kooky are you going in a circle. I do have, I, you know, I really understand hot pie, though, because, you know, maybe I've fallen asleep with with a cheese bite in my mouth. Or that's how I want to fall asleep, like, every night. It sounds pretty you, good to me. Have you guys ever been on a horse? Yeah, I have been on a horse for sure. a million been, years. But I've been on a horse like once when I was really little, and it was scary as shit because that horse is huge. <laughs> Horses are yeah. terrifying they're, creatures. They're big. They're big and, and scary. They, I, I've had a horse charge me. That was <gasps> oh, that sounds very scary. Oh, yeah. my! So my my parents live in the country, and there's um which country? No, like in the in the rural area, the in country. the mountains, and behind their house, uh, people that we know have horses, and we will sometimes go out there and pet them and give them apples and carrots and things. And guys, their eyes are so scary. I don't like them. They're giant. Do you know Why how big a horse's eye is? They're so no one big. does. And the flies just like sit on their eyeballs. They don't even like. Yeah, drink. they do. Yeah, they drink the water. Oh, from it's it. so gross. I hate uh, it. Guys, oh. horses are nice. Don't be jerks. Uh, no, have you, their you eyeballs. have not met a horse lately. They've gotten bitter. <laughs> They're so mad. They they uh, jealously want the internet. Of, oh. Owen on a giant war horse at the Renaissance what? Festival. Oh my gosh. All right, I take it back. Oh, I take God. everything back. I so you guys need to be stop being such a bunch of wusses about horses. Where did you put that uh, picture? I just held it up on my phone. It was oh, real good it. quality. Hold it back it, up. We're a high quality technical podcast. Everyone hold your phones up to the cameras. <laughs> also, I'm periodically clicking. On and I off will. between Jennifer and I's video because it's not showing up because you know it doesn't show your video when you talk in Google Hangout. Mm, yeah. Mm. Sorry, uh, I know you want to see our beautiful faces. So. Okay. Um, was he scared though? Was Owen scared when he was he on the horse? Look scared to you. He, he looks he like pretty he's scared. Life. You guys can even oh, see this picture. All right, there you go. This is Richie's son on a horse. He looks like he looks like a bad. He looks okay. He's like this is cool. Guys, wow. I we should probably talk about Arya some more. Since there's all all I'm thing. saying is the horse I was on was not like being held down, so it was you know I had the right to be scared. It was that's weird. understandable. Oh, sure. around and junk. Do you know what else should be scared? Uh, a fine. Whatever. The bloody mummers. The members of the brave companions, because you know why? Because Nymeria and her wolves are about to. Oh, this them. is dope as fuck. It's really good. <laughs> So Arya has a dream. Um, obviously, it's a wolf dream. Mm-hmm. Wolf dream. She doesn't even know yeah. she's doing it, but she's she has like, no. She just thinks it's a. Re- it's just a dream. It's but a we know. Dream. But we know because Bran is doing wolf dreams that like we can assume this is probably also right. a wolf dream. Because she's clearly having the exact kind of dream that Bran right. would have. And um, she's totally in her own wolf, which she's probably like half a mile away and doesn't even know. Oh, it's so sad. Doesn't that make you angry? It makes me angry. I hate it. Well, maybe Nymeria is following her. Maybe she is just watching out for her, uh, and she does watch out for her because she totally kills. I'm assuming that the brave companions are out looking for them. Yes, right. And Nymeria and her wolves totally kill all four of them. Yeah. So danger averted. Nymeria yeah. yanks one of the guy's arms off. Yeah, 
She's man, she's just the baddest I mean, ass little wolf. It's not, the way they describe it, he's like it just like it just like pops right off. Well, you know, if you yank hard enough, it happens. It's like a and doll. she's just exalted as she shakes it around, spraying right. blood yeah, everywhere. Like, I did it. Uh, I feel like there is a mistake because this chapter is ranked 79th out of 82, and that's some bullshit because that wolf dream is really badass. The wolf dream is cool. Whoever ranked that, you're this wrong. This is a fun chapter. It's short, but it's fun. It, it, I think it literally doesn't go anywhere because so they're just kind of like dream. wandering. I get that sort of, but there's so much cool stuff that happens. This uh, is yeah. Arya's first... Real, real, real wolf dream. Yeah. Guys, well, she doesn't know, again, she doesn't know what he's doing it, just like Jon Snow in the last book. Yeah. But. Guys, let's talk about Tyrion. Tyrion. What the fuck happened last season? He <laughs> was uh, in the he fight, died. and then he was getting attacked, and uh, he then he blacked out, in. and that was yeah. it. He, he saw Vanden Moore's fishy eyes staring at him. He got his nose chopped off. That's because Vanden yeah. Moore is a fish. Part of the Merlin King, which will come man. up later. And he was very angry that Tyrion lit the water on fire and killed so many fish, so he tried to kill Tyrion. Yeah, that's Mermaids. Dumb. The Merlin King theory. Guys, I, I don't, if for some reason you're reading Stormer's Horse for the first time and you've watched the TV show, um, Tyrion's face situation is a lot more messed up in the book. Even from the beginning, mm-hmm. before the cut. That's true. His fa- He's a lot... Uh, less Peter Dinklage looking in the book. He's not very attractive. He's an uh, and, and also his nose is half his nose Harsh. is off. Like it is bad. It is right. Really it's like um, you know he has like three nostrils, like one in the front, like Ugh. two in the bottom. <laughs> he breathes like every direction. Pretty... Basically, he becomes like a super good runner because he gets good, really good airflow. Yeah. So like keep keep that in mind when certain things happen later. Like, the really good runner part. Oh no! When he runs really fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he has like an air scoop. But the real problem is, if his face is super messed. But the other problem is that he has a really bad injury on his shoulder. Yeah. It's like mm. still full of pus and like super messed yeah, up. Yeah, like his part of his face uh, scar is badass as hell, but his uh, shoulder scar is just gross and hurty. And so, and he's been like knocked out for a while, like right. for weeks. I'm he, assuming. He's been like in and out of consciousness for at yeah. least two weeks. And he's all like, "Bro, why didn't you come to see me?" And Bro's like, "Uh, I did come to see you like Yo, several times." I've been here like nine times. Sleep, yeah. So. We drew all. I mean, there was like no room left on your face to draw penises. So. Yeah, this is all gone. <laughs> Especially now with your nose half gone, that like takes some of the space away. Yeah. Uh, so Tyrion kind of feels Bronn in on what has been happening while he's been asleep. And number one, Bronn is now Sir Bronn of the Blackwater. <laughs> Thanks to Tywin Lannister. And it's yeah. really like, I don't like that my dad gave you that title. This seems bad. Ruh-roh. Um All of Tyrion's cell swords are gone, pretty much. Everybody's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Lannister, like, paid all, all them off. And, like, all the mountain people are, like, the one guy, one of them's in the woods. Yeah, like, I think Chaga... Decided to stay in the woods and just chill. Just, he loves the Kingswood. He's, he's just, just hanging like, out there. That's where he's, you know, bountying. And they like killing. They ch- they chase Chill away. Chill's like, I'm coming back. And, and like, no. Like, <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, um, in the mountains and Shag is in the woods. Yeah, that's what's happening. And they got rid of his uh, gold cloak. Yeah. Head of, head of the gold cloak guy. Well, he got murdered. Well, yeah, yeah, he got killed. Right. Yeah, he got, he got killed in battle. So now, so it used to be Jacelyn Bywater, Jacelyn. The Jacelyn. Iron Hand Man. Because there are so many people's names in these books. Like, Why are there so many more? Um, but now it's Adam Marbrand, and Tyrion's like, oh, he's pretty, he's fine. He's whatever. Yeah. He's, he's like not my him. first choice. He's like, I think it's one of those things where it's like, damn it, my enemy made a good choice. Yeah. I cannot exploit him. Yeah. 
Basically, this guy just has charisma. He yeah. also doesn't have Tommen anymore. Yeah, oh yeah, because yeah. Tommen got brought back to King's Landing. And uh, the Kettle Blacks went over to Cersei's side. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so, we kind of see that happening last book. So all that happened, like, two weeks out of commission, and he is, like, completely, I think like, it's, I think so it was probably longer. It's probably longer than two weeks. So I think they were saying he was out of danger for two weeks. Okay. I would say he was maybe in danger for maybe a week, maybe a couple days, because if he didn't like get out of that danger zone in a couple days, he'd probably be dead. I guess I don't know, but, but considering some other things that have happened, I can see it being a little what, while since Wasn't the, he in the morgue for like a day? Or wherever he was? Yeah, they did pull him out from all the corpses. corpses. Yeah, God, I, I hate that you guys told me that. I did not read it that way. About, it's gross and yeah. you're terrible. Well, what? Yeah. I didn't want to know that. Uh, you know, the thing is, if you want to be happy, you shouldn't be reading Game of Thrones anyway. Dark, so. dark pages, dark words. You know, get over it. The right. um, the other thing that uh, happened is Cersei released Alia, and she was whipped. Yeah. yeah. I thought they killed her, didn't they? Nah, no, she just whipped. Which is still bad. And then they Cersei made her walk red. naked in the streets back to... Yeah, back to Chitaya's, her... To Taya's, whatever. Her house. It's really sad. And, and like Tyrion's like, dang it, like that girl didn't even do anything at all, and it's all my fault that this happened. To right. Her. Well, I guess that the we whip the crap out of Tommen, and then that's when he finds out that Tommen's gone. He's like, well, that's convenient. Oh. So Tyrion's like, all right, buddies, help me get up. I gotta go talk to my dad. So he uh, yells for, he hollers for Pod, mm-hmm. and, and Pod comes in and helps. They try to help him get dressed, but he's having a rough time. And I think they end up just putting like a robe on him. I think they just put like a bag over him or something because he like can't like he can't move like his arms are yeah. messed up. So I think he he does put on like pants and boots, but he can't get like a real shirt over him. So he puts like a bathrobe on right. to go talk to his dad. And like Braun ends up carrying him up a, up some steps because he can't mm-hmm. walk so good. Yeah, he's like I'm gonna have to swallow this pride. Turn it inside out. Find nothing but faith in us. And then Braun carries him up. That's a... What was that little song? Eve, was that a Christian Eve song? 6. You guys remember Eve 6? Oh, Lord. I was swallowed by pride of the doctor. Oh, okay. We'll get, we'll get a rest Keep singing. <laughs> Actually, I don't think we're allowed to do that. <laughs> because it's modified. Oh. Because it's what? Because it's uh, on YouTube. I don't think we're allowed to... Make, oh! I don't think we're allowed to sing. I think you can do 30 seconds. Yeah, I think I'm... It's, okay. I, I, you know what, Tim? I don't think anyone can even recognize what that song was. Everyone knew what I was saying! You, like, you, like, the only thing Eve 6 has going for them now is suing YouTubers. <laughs> That's pretty... They gotta, they gotta reinvent themselves. Um, I think they're on Eve, Eve 9 now, I think. Yeah, at least. <laughs> they really went downhill off Eve 7. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ta- so Tyrion goes to see his, his daddy, and his daddy's mad. Papa, Papa's in a bad mood. Oh, yeah, he's sick. Do you know why he Papa's in a bad mood? Because they cannot find Tyrion Lannister. Oh my God, Tyrek. <laughs> Tyrek. I say Tyrek Lannister. It's that not, like, it's close he sounds like a Vulcan. Dinosaur. That sounds like a super Vulcan name. Uh, it sounds yeah. like a, a really good brand of, of spandex. Tyrek? Tyvek yeah. is what you're thinking of. Tyvek. No, Tyrek is... Um, I think you're thinking of Tuvok. I think you're thinking it. of Shut Up. I think you're thinking of this oh, that's and a middle this finger. Oh, and one of these. Gosh. These are my muscles. My, I have a wallet made out of Tyvek, which is like a paper material. Tyrek Lannister was the dude that disappeared and the riot. Yeah. And you might know him as the wet nurse because he's he married someone that he so was babby. not... Alive yet, or was? Oh right. Just so this is, he was like this an infant. Is when, 
she's the youngest widow ever. Yeah, because he. Or no, they say she's the the first widow that hasn't been weaned yet. Right, exactly. <laughs> Guys, that's just, both like, illusion off. and disgusting. That would suck if that marriage like actually continued because like you're like, hey, you're growing up, and um, by married. the way, this is your husband, and then she's like, what does that mean? <laughs> What's a husband? Thing. It's just like freaking Twilight, where it's like, hi, I imprinted on this baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that. That's some about, fucked up shit. Don't tell me about Twilight. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he the whole time it's like slowly opening up a present. It's like, is she gonna be hot? Oh, stop! I thought we were done talking about this. No uh, more. I'm done. I'm done with it now. Uh, Tywin is super mad, and Tyrion is also back, and he's like, Dad, why aren't you like congratulating me and thanking me for all the stuff that I did to help win that battle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Tywin's just like shrugged. W I N, not W E N. Uh, yeah, he yeah, goes into, yes, like, um, he says that, like, the, the wildfire with Cersei's. Well, that's yeah, not true, is it? Cersei well, started the wildfire. She didn't really, she, she would not have been able to talk the plan that Tyrion did, because yeah. she can't, like, see that far ahead, I don't think. Like, Tyrion, Tyrion, like, like, that shit. Tyrion, like, got the guy's training on it with the green paint and shit. Yeah, he got the paintballers to go. Tyrion definitely does more than, than Tywin gives well, him. Yeah, well, yeah, more than Tywin gives him credit for, but, but Tywin then, also did a lot. Yes, he <laughs> did, but no. Tywin, like, acknowledges, like, the chain and all that, but then just, like, downplays it, like, oh, that was good, but whatever. Like, he's <laughs> our, never... our army is really what saved your ass. I mean, that's the thing, like, his, Tywin Lannister is never gonna, like, give anyone the amount of praise they, they think they deserve. Right, let us not never. forget he's a dick. He's not gonna do mm-hmm. that. Um, Like, even with, like, Jay, which we, we haven't seen this in the books as much, but like even the show, like with Jamie and Cersei, he's the same way with them. Like he's just like an asshole. Yeah, he's never gonna do that. And Tyrion's upset about that, but what he's really like the root of all this is that he should be the heir to Casterly Rock, not Jamie. Right. Jamie is a member of the King's Guard, and you cannot inherit land. And Tyrion's like, well, "What the heck, Dad? Like I should be the heir." Mm-hmm. And Tywin's like, "No." How yeah. dare you ask me? He's like, I want you me. to publicly acknowledge that I'm your son and the heir to Castle Rock. And, and I was like, fuck no. And this is when we get the old, like, fucked up, you killed your mother. Yeah. Right. And, and the, the speech you. is extremely similar to what it is in the show. Like, yeah. I think it's, like, one for one. Um, well, doesn't... That, doesn't... And the show, doesn't he say something about wanting to, you know, take Tyrion into the ocean and drop him in or something? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was in the book. book too, but maybe not here. Maybe it's later. Maybe some other time. Um, <laughs> I, I could see Tywin oftentimes telling Tyrion he wants to kill him, or telling anyone he wants to kill him. I don't like you. I hate you. I don't want to drop you in the ocean. Why did he just like instead of like killing him, just like pawn him off on somebody? I don't. I don't get why he kept. Or just he's yeah. a Lannister. Yeah, but, still has his family. He I can't don't prove understand. It's not his. Tywin's like sense of honor. I don't. He he's goofy. like, I'm gonna break the rules of the kingdom by letting my Kingsguard son be my heir, but I can't break this rule and kill my son. That I well, hate. is he even saying that? He probably wants him to go to like Tommen or something. He isn't saying it. I mean, he's just yeah. He doesn't say that specifically. He just I think he's still right. trying to work it out. <laughs> I think the idea is Tywin doesn't think that he's ever gonna die. So <laughs> I will or, never die. So also like I, I think he's like gonna make. You know, he wants Jamie to like quit the King's Guard and because, you know, his grandson yeah. is the king, um, you know, he can be like, Yeah, let let, you know, Jamie leave the King's Guard so he can be the heir and blah blah blah. 
and he, you know, if everything goes right, that could happen. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he can finagle it in some way. All that to say, in the end, Tyrion definitely is not the heir of Catchley Rock, and so he's pretty upset. Yeah, and Tywin That's says like, Tywin says like, you're, you know, uh, like what is what does he call him? Something about a demon monkey, maybe. Something um, like that. A, a twisted, a twisted little monkey. Something. Twisted little monkey with uh, low cunning and. Um, and he's like, he's not going to let him turn Castle Rock into a whorehouse. Yeah. Which is when it that occurs would... to Tyrion that, oh, you have Aliyah beaten. Not Cersei. Yeah. Damn. And Tom was like, yeah, I did. And if I find you with another prostitute, I'm going to hang her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> right. And he would totally do it. Oh, yeah. Like, no question. I don't understand why he cares so much about his. I don't get it either. I did not get it at all. Because uh, there is definitely a thing. It's like his dad was big into the ladies or something, into the prostitutes. Oh right, right. Yeah, it's a whole thing. There's Let's a move thing. on. Yeah. Also, he loves his wife so much too. Long. It is. Um, Davos. Davos. Davos won. Guys, we didn't even know what happened to Davos at the end Maybe of the last. Like he's probably dead. But guess what? He's super not dead. Well, super not dead. He's not dead. He's barely, he's he's barely alive. alive. <laughs> yeah, he's he. So basically, he swam under the chain. Yes. And mm-hmm. he was like, I might come up from the water and be in the wildfire. I don't know how this is gonna work. And yeah. he swam and swam and swam, and I think he didn't even know. He didn't know. He, he like, passed out, I think, and he washed up, yeah. and he was on this rock. Somebody, yeah. like, grabbed at his leg when he was swimming underneath. Oh, it's probably a mermaid. Pretty sure a mermaid, a mermaid. Probably, probably a mermaid. Or somebody drowning. Or a drowning. Maybe a mermaid. You know what? Just jump to the most obvious conclusion. It was a mermaid. Aw- yeah, that's yeah. not Occam's razor this mess. Exactly. Yeah. No, let's all come Fraser in this mess. Um, so mermaid. did you guys um did you guys hear that story about that kid who was locked up by the DEA for three days without <gasps> water and then he like drank his own pee? That's exactly like, what I was thinking of when yep, I was reading that's this. That's what I was thinking Did you guys of. hear about that? No. Mm-hmm. So this kid got locked in a cell by the DEA and they forgot about him for four days. What? Yeah. Four days and he was chained. Or he wasn't chained, but he was no, locked. He, he was had locked handcuffs in on. Had yeah, handcuffs that's what it was. On, but I don't think there was a toilet in there. No, there was because otherwise he could have drank toilet water. Yeah. Um, so he had to like he, he like peed on the bench and then like licked his pee. So he yeah. Died. But he was like obviously like super hallucinating except by the time they actually like, found him like four. But that was yeah. only four days. How long ago was this? Uh, it, like, the, recently, the verdict like last week? just came out. Uh, he, He's gonna they, get ten billion dollars. Yeah, they they awarded him four point one million dollars. That's not that much. That's like a four point one million dollars is pretty good. Yeah, but money. they get like ridiculous. I think yeah. Anyway, that's exactly what I was thinking when I was reading this too, because I was like, hmm, that was only four days. How long has oh, Davos been out here? And he wild. at least got some like rainwater and some like a couple of crabs yeah, to eat crab. on. He yummed but, on some crabs. But I think that Davos was out there for a, like longer than four days. He was a good while, and he was tired of the be. fight, and he hasn't had a shower in days, and his hair is all greasy. And he has like no protection from the right. Like there's a little bit of a cave, but it's still like yeah, it's like his uh, his hovel. And so he lost his finger bones. And he lost his look, which is his look. Yeah. Oh, it's so sad. Um, so he's hallucinating while he's on this rock, which is totally understandable. I know he's not. He has he has a vision. <laughs> exactly. He has a. You're right. It, how dare I, uh, that is how unfair. Dare I mean, I call it hallucinating. He, uh, he has a vision of the seven. The seven finally show themselves in this GD series, and you tell them they're not even and real. It just happens to be two, 
dude that's like totally like whacked out if he's not had water or food for days. Makes it's it. just like it was in the Bible. Same thing. Done. Um, I, what exactly is this in this back? I remember that he has some sort of freaky vision, but I don't remember what was. It's it? basically like you killed us. You burned Why'd us. Why'd you do that? Why'd you burn us? Because Davos, Davos, Davos just, let Stannis and Melisandre burn the, the statues of the Seven. Just because we're gods don't mean we don't feel pain. Yeah. <laughs> we just feel it for longer. They're back and they're pissed. Yeah. And uh, he basically, from that moment, gets the, a way to survive. Because he's, he's like, like oh, I'm going to kill Melisandre. Yeah, I'm going to get revenge. That's what's going to happen right now. And um, then the gods grant him a ship. I do. He sees a ship far away. And the first thought he has is, maybe I'll just let it go by and I'll just die. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> but then he summons the energy and climbs up his little rock and, like, yells and, like, waves. Like, what up, bros? But the big thing is, like, hey, man, are these... Uh, what if they're King's Landing or people? Or yeah, what? like who are these yeah. people? Like what it's side really are they smart. on? They they come up, they drop a little uh, little rowboat, and they come little up dingy. to him. And like, yeah, a little dinghy, and they come up to him and they say, "Oh, which king do you fight for?" And you know, he just basically he I think he deliberates in his head like, "Oh am shit, gonna... which one am I gonna say?" Yeah. yeah. And then he, but he, he notices though that the ship is like a Lysine ship, which is Salador mm-hmm. Sans yeah. people. It's so much more, like, um, tense in the show. Yeah, because like, I don't show, know who people are. Yeah, he has no idea. But he just, here he's he, like, I'm pretty sure he's a Salador Sans people. Right. And he's right, luckily. And he says, you're Stannis, and they're like, sweet, get on our boat. Get on our boat. I love that. was the And, and that's, that's the end. That's yeah. the end. It's in our book club, y'all. Book club episode one. Um, do we, we have probably some feedback. Yeah, I'll so. read a few of these feedbacks and then I'll save some of the other feedbacks for next week, but um, as all. No, I already split them up. Damn, we have a lot. Okay, let's go. Yep. We haven't recorded for two years, so it happens. Uh, alright, from Delicious. Oh, here's a review factoid. Our least popular country is France. <laughs> France. We, we have, have one review and it's two stars. Come on, because it's good. Is it like they do not speak in French? Two stars. (laughs) (laughs) Why is this podcast not in French? I'm gonna go eat this bread. Um, let me open up my window better and uh, and put. Sorry, sorry. So Jamie Swordhand says, by far my favorite podcast, Game of Thrones or otherwise, but stuff for life. Says best <laughs> song of fire and ice Jerry, Game of Thrones podcast out there, and then they just say Hodor forty eight times. But I almost can see like a code within inside their Hodors that makes me want to stab. <laughs> Mama Lisa says, "Dire Donkey approved." I picked up the first season of the show at the library, and now I'm ridiculously addicted. After listening to all the podcasts, after each episode, I have just started reading the book. With your book club podcast as well. Well, you're in luck. Here's another one. You make me smile, and I'm completely taken with the show book podcast. Thanks. No, thank you. I need, well, I need to make the camera so it's pointing on my beautiful face. Oh, um, so beautiful. Uh, Crash Test Sherry says, a fine pod crafted by unjumped jackanapes. How dare you? Meets it from the United States says, the best out there. River Tam. Oh, that's interesting. Hilarious, feminist, aware, and lighthearted. Thank you. Tom R. says, great podcast. Pinoy Cold Warrior says, my first podcast and still one of my favorites. 
test. Uh, JT Jeezy says, Brian and Pattire <laughs> forever. Great pod. Fun place to get my spoilery needs out after hanging out with friends who haven't finished the books. Keep up the good work. X-Men 141 says, love it. My favorite Game of Thrones podcast by far. <laughs> Oh, that's not oh. what I said. That was a Tim. That was just a little, yeah, a little humor. Oh, you ruined it. Tim, you goof. Uh, guys, shit. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Um, so, we have a little tiny baby spoiler section at the end. How are we going to do this? We're going to have a little baby spoiler section. We're going to do some music, and then we'll have some spoilers. Um, but uh, So, like, hey, castofthrones.com? Yeah. Oh, and more importantly... Geekly Inc. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, yeah. where you can either be watching this right now, or you can watch it in the past and watch all sorts of crazy shit that we're gonna do. Yeah, like Tim and I are doing playthroughs of The Walking Dead 400 Days, and that's been super. That's been really fun. So. And like you get to if you if you watch the live broadcast, and you get to see two episodes at once. Um, yeah, so we'll do, another crazy, one. we'll do another one next month. Follow um, Cast of Thrones on Twitter or Geekly Inc. on Twitter, and we'll uh, we'll tell you when we're going to do our live broadcasts. Yeah. Right. And then you, you can also follow each of us individually on Twitter. You can find me at Jennifer Cheek. You can find me at Tim Lanning. You can find me at R. Bristow. And you can find me at Thriftinerd. Uh, I guess that's going to be it. Stay tuned after the music. We'll do some spoilers. Uh, Good night, and God bless. Keep riding a donkey. section concerning the whole Tansy thing from Catelyn's point of view. Guys, who's Tansy? Tansy's um, not a person. What? Tansy is, is, me- Tansy is the abortion medicine. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Tansy tea. It's that morning... Well, no, it's not the morning after pill, because that's not an abortion. It, it is like an abortifacient tea. Right, it's old which style. is different than moon tea, which is like the morning after. Oh, really? Yeah, moon tea. How are you guys? How are they? Has he said this? What's happening? Because okay, so like in certain parts of the book, like okay, well, we, this is a spoiler section, so I can say whatever. So Asha Greyjoy, she has the sex with Carl the maid, and then she's like, ah, I gotta brew myself some moon tea in the morning, like yeah. right after. So that helps prevent it. Mm. Okay, happening. I think but it's the weird tansy that... tea is abortion tea. Interesting. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. It's that, the whole, like, they, they really go in depth with the whole, you know, contraceptive kind of I'm shit. glad they do that, though, because I always wonder about that sort of thing. Yeah, some but of the books. Game of Thrones, like, and, I worry, and I always wonder about how they do with menstruation, and they talk about that, too, so I appreciate that. Um, yeah. and the other thing, did, did we ever talk about um, 
Shit, what was I gonna say? Uh, did did was there actual this kind of contraceptive in the medieval times when this took place? Um, I, there's definitely teas and things that there, there's herbs that that work as uh, an abortifacient. I think I'm saying that word right. I might not. That's be. a fun word. Because, it is no, abortification. Yeah. Um, because. There are certain, there are still countries now where women can't get abortions, and there are resources online where they're like, look, now this is not like 100% guaranteed to work, but if you take, take some this, seven this, up, this, drowned up some no, brown crayons no, in that sketch. It's, it's certain herbs. I forget what it is. There are herbs that will work Probably that time. way. I don't I think mean, it's time. But how effective are they? They're like decent. I'm like, for I would a say like 75% effective. Like, they're pretty good. So if you just drink a whole heck of a lot of it. Is that if you drink it and it doesn't like, Flush out. Uh, That's the problem. You got a mad. Yeah. Oh, you got to like kind of switch baby. it around. I'm gonna find this out for you guys. Guys, right this is now. gross, and I don't like talking um, about it. Uh, and the baby daddy is uh, it's uh, obviously retire Baelish. Yeah. Well, the issue is that P- Littlefinger says that he's had sex with both Catelyn and Liza Tully, but he's he's only had sex with Liza. Right. He and thinks he had sex with Catelyn. How does that? Oh, yeah, right. There, there, is, like yes, there is a theory that he doesn't know, and everything that he does is to get Catelyn back, and then to punish everyone for stuff. It's an interesting theory. I like it. Um, guys, back to the abortion herbs oh, and things. It. Here's the thing: like, basically, what you're doing when you do that is you're poisoning yourself. Oh yeah. So people, when we drink turpentine, what? Turpentine in their tea, at uh, Tansy. Oh. Tansy is a flower that is a natural insect repellent. It has toxic chemicals that kill intestinal parasites and was used in medieval Europe as a way to kill That's how I refer to babies. Wow. Intestinal parasites. So, so like, crap. this was, like, thoroughly researched by Jar Jar. Yeah, Penny, Penny Royal, that's the one I was thinking of. Penny Royal Tea from Royal that tea. Nirvana song. Um, Should yeah, I stop drinking thing. that? There's actually an article on io9 I'm looking at right now called The Terrifying History of Herbal Abortion Medicines. Ooh, and yikes. by Esther Ingalls Arkell. She's really, she's good. She's a good I don't like if you're interested in that. I mean, um, it's pretty much the same thing like throwing yourself down the stairs, right? I mean. Right. I do it all the time, but I can't lose this baby plant. weight. Because apparently the Romans like drove this plant to extinction that huh. they used as a birth control. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Silvium. What does that say about them? It says that the same thing as any human. They want to have sex and not have babies. I want to watch a Discovery Channel show about ancient, you know, ancient contraceptive methods. I think ancient contraceptives and ancient lubes, uh, that's like, I ancient am like lube. the like, most, I'm the most interested in that. I want to be my rapper name. <laughs> ancient dildos and things. <laughs> I love it. I love I it. I want to get my, my PhD in, you know, like ancient contraceptive, uh, you know, history. Now look, here's a, there, here's a moment where my actual graduate degree can come, come in a little bit handy. I took a class in grad school that, mm-hmm. um, it was just about like women in like ancient Christianity, but part of it, I got to read ancient medical texts and those are very interesting. Galen, he was a medical writer and the like early centuries and he, there was a concept that the womb moved around that it was like an animal inside of women uh, yeah that is what hysteria comes from which exactly. I learned which I learned from listening to uh, Justin and Cindy Macro oh yeah Sawbones podcast. I need to listen to that Sawbones is really good um, and, and they would be like, okay, like if you feel like this, then your womb is too high. And so what you got to do is you got to put some stinky smell at your head to right. drive it down or put something good smelling down at your feet to make the womb move down. Guys, they're so stupid. No, they just didn't know. They had no idea. They're, they're so stupid. They, didn't sound, they sound real stupid. 
But there, it was, it was, it was a really interesting uh, class. So we got to talk I about that a little. Sound bit. Sound like big dum dums. Yeah, man. All right, Asian everybody. So That's um, it. We love you. Uh, until next week.